morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the third and final hour today of the Live with Rank program. Let's see if I can get through this hour without screwing something up. If you would like to join us today, the number is 269-441-9595. I'm asking the question. So we we went through a lot of Michigan information or news, and and now I... I don't know how we transitioned into what's going over. In, oh, I know, because I played that clip for you, how now the some on the left are saying that Romney is was right. Back in 2012, that our number one geopolitical foe is Russia. Now, I don't believe that. I think our number one geopolitical foe, foe is China with Russia right behind it. Russia is is small when it comes to the economic size or the power of, of uh, China. But it's certainly up there. And back in 2012, when they were making fun of Romney, the left, concerning his statement that Russia is our number one geopolitical foe, now they're all saying, or many, are, I should say, are saying, wow, I guess he was right. But the bigger question I'm asking all of you is what should we do? What should we do now in Russia, or I should say Ukraine, now that they've invaded once again? They waited till Trump was out of office, and then back to Obama-Biden, and they seize more of, the, of Ukraine. Now, I've seen headlines like this. Analysis. Is Putin's endgame to make Biden look stupid? That's a headline of a, a a person out there who's writing about this. And I see pieces written, like, for instance, in Bloomberg News. Bloomberg's no right-wing news. It's left-wing. Biden's first salvo of Russia sanctions hits with thud, not a roar. U.S. President Biden's debut set of sanctions on Russia for its actions over disputed Ukrainian territory. Disputed Ukrainian. It is Ukraine. Anyway, hits markets with a whimper and were quickly criticized as limited in scope. So a lot of times what they're saying is this. The markets, if if the markets and, and truly people are betting with their money and generally it is right often. And I'm talking about the real smart uh, people out there, not us who are hoping that we hit a stock uh, given to us by someone, uh, maybe a financial advisor that does well and it doesn't. I'm talking about the real, real big money. Their bet is that these sanctions are nothing because if they were something, these markets would have declined. And I don't know what they're at right now, but according to Bloomberg News, as of 630 this morning, It wasn't that big of a deal. The sanctions just targeted a pair of Russian banks, as well as just three members of Russian's elite with close ties to the Kremlin. That's it. I don't know why they didn't bring them all on at once. But I wanted to give you a sense of what the uh, professionals were seeing out there. And these professionals in Bloomberg, or at least they're saying the professionals, it's not much. It's not much at all. And in fact, 
I saw, ah, uh, well, I saw an interview with someone who has ties with a lot of the Wall Street execs, and they said the same thing. They know how this money is uh, can be hidden, and they know what uh, uh, Putin, who has stolen billions apparently from Russia, where he hides it, or they believe it is, and he's not going to be harmed by this. So the question then is, why didn't they bring more sanctions down, harder sanctions down on these people? You keep hearing about the SWIFT symptoms or or system. And we'll certainly get into that because I want to let you know what that means. You hear that the harshest sanction they could have came down with is kick him out of the SWIFT system. Well, stay tuned. I'll let you know what that means. John's been waiting for a while. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, John's been waiting for a while. So let's go to the phone lines. Lines are open, 269-441-9595. You listen to me, Rank, and now you're going to be listening to John. Good morning, John. Welcome to the show. Uh, Good morning, Rank. My comment to your screener was that Mitt Romney doesn't know his elbow from his ankle. And he's a guy that likes to engage in a lot of this political speak, say nice things that require nothing, and perform at that level, do nothing. Back in 2015, 2016, all through those periods, Mitt Romney had a chance to advise the German people because he's a powerful person in the United States, because he's a senator, about what they were going to wind up doing if they got in bed with the Russians over energy. It took Trump in 2017 or 2018 to sit at the conference over in Europe and tell the members of NATO that it's not a good situation where Germany is cozying up to Russia and tying themselves and their future to energy supplies from Russia because they're tying themselves up like pretzels. And they're not going to be able to get out of it once they become dependent upon Russian energy. Where was Romney years before when he had the opportunity to tell the Germans that before they even decided to go down that path. Nowhere. He couldn't think that far. Romney is nobody's friend. He's not a, he's not a moderate. He's not a liberal. He's not a conservative. He's a nebbish. He's nothing. He's got a name that he got from his father. But he also got the brainwashing from his father. And unfortunately, like a lot of Republicans, says nice things publicly and does nothing. So the problem is that guys like Lou, who don't know anything either, and who is also a rhino and who also tends to be liberal, okay, refuse to pay attention to what, Donald J. Trump said, and he told them at the NATO conference, or or the European conference, I'm not sure it was NATO, he told them what 
would happen, and it was ill-advised, to get in bed with Russia on energy. Well, President Biden has pushed the Germans into getting into bed with Russia, and now he's paying the consequences for it, as are the Ukrainians and as are everyone else. John, who do you what do you think should happen now that we we've seen what happened? Uh, there there are some on the uh, on the right and left who say we should go to war over this, which is I think is crazy. Well, uh, and there's other You got to realize that Yeah, you have to realize right that President Eisenhower told us about the government-industrial-military complex, and making wars. A great military leader was Eisenhower, but he wasn't big on war, even though that's where he made his living. And the neocons, which include Mitt Romney, as far as I'm concerned, and okay, the lady up in the Congress, I can't remember her name, her father was vice president, okay? They're Cheney. all about putting money... Cheney, correct, putting money in the pockets of the military-industrial complex and going to wars and having wars. Only one president, actually two, I don't think Reagan was big on wars, but he got involved in them, okay? Only one in four years didn't engage us in wars. That was President Trump. Because when President Trump said, there is a red line, okay, he painted it miles wide, and he said, don't enter onto even an inch of the red line. Right. Right. So what do we do now? I what should we do? Just sanctions? Is that is that where you're at? Sanctions are going to go nowhere in the long run, but you got to put them on. Right. You know, you what they will do is they'll harm his, uh, the people, but not the elites. All their money is hidden, or a lot of it is hidden. Well, you have to do the thing to end up tying his hands, because he's got Germany hands. I'm sorry, we, we, we lost you. I'm sorry. He's got Germany. He's got the Germany. Uh, we must yeah. be hitting a bad cell. We're missing you. I appreciate you calling in, though. 269-441-9595. What do we do? Everybody's saying the only thing that will be effective is this SWIFT system. Take the SWIFT system away. What is the SWIFT system? Say that 10 times fast. I'll tell you about it coming up right after this. You're listening to Live with Rank. You're listening to the Live with the Ring Show. I appreciate that. As I was telling you, I'm going to tell you what this Swiss system you keep hearing about. So what's happening in Russia right now? We're just we, we've laid down a few sanctions. For some reason, they've decided that they don't want to put all the sanctions on at once. They're going to roll it out, I think is the terminology they use. Why? Uh, I don't know. Because the way they explain it doesn't make any sense to me. I've also told you how Wall Street executives and Bloomberg News is also reporting this, saying that these sanctions that they have not are going to do nothing to these people. So what will? And even these executives said this. This is what will do something. And that is 
kicking Russia off of the SWIFT system. SWIFT is the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunications. It's an electronic funds transfer, not physically. Let me read it to you. Need to transfer money overseas? Today, it is easiest to walk into a bank and transfer money anywhere around the globe. But how does this happen? Behind most international money and security transfers is the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunications, or the SWIFT system. SWIFT is a vast messaging network used by banks and other financial institutions to quickly, accurately, and securely send and receive information such as money transfer instructions. There are more than 11,000 SWIFT member institutions sent over 35 million transactions per day through the network in 2020. So if you were to kick them out of the SWIFT system, they couldn't transfer money anywhere outside of their own country. You would starve them to death. It says this payment network allows individuals and businesses to take electronic or card payments, even if the customer or vendor uses a different bank than the payee. That is what they are saying is really what will harm them. Take away the ability for them to be able to transfer money outside of their own country. So ask yourself the question, why haven't they done it? Now, let's go to the phone lines, 269-441-9595. If you have a thought about what we're talking about. And it is Tom from Richland. Good morning, Tom. Welcome to the show. Tom? Uh, oh, wait. Now, hold, hold on, Tom. It was my fault. Now you're there. Go ahead. Well, I'm just an old guy down in the shop working in my wood. And... Uh, I kind of have an opinion here, but doesn't go far. But I believe that if I was going to do something, I would um, take the tax that they're talking about as far as taking the tax off of fuel. And what I would do is I would probably take it off of all of the gas only and just, or not take it off the gas, but take it off of the diesel and leave it on the gas, and that would help out the truckers in getting your product to the market. And so that would help out in the inflation area. I'm a little confused, Tom, because my call screener said you wanted to talk about sanctions in Russia. And you're talking about something different. The next thing I would do do is start drilling oil here in this country and go ahead and guarantee these oil companies – that you're not going to turn around and cancel their contracts once they get started again. So I think that we need to do something ourselves rather than just keep talking about sanctions. We need to start gearing up and doing something. We're not doing anything. So you're talking about we need to do something to protect ourselves from this high gas prices that are coming this way because as soon as Biden was seated as president, he – 
is trying to make it as difficult as possible, basically took us off on a path. And now I believe we are there of no longer being self-sufficient. And that's why he has to beg all these other countries to pump more oil. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, you know, we purchased 275 million barrels of oil on the open market last year. And uh, we're just basically cutting that stuff off. And, you know, where that's going to come from this year. So I don't think we're um, I don't think we're on the right path on any of this stuff. So anyway, that's just right. my opinion. Well, that's what this is all about. I appreciate that very, very much. Two six nine four four one. A nine five nine five. If you have a thought about what we're talking about, as I always say, love to hear from you. Again, the bigger question I have is: is should we only be doing sanctions? And if so, why haven't we gone for all the sanctions right away? I again, they try to explain it. I I don't really understand why you wouldn't just boom hit them with the hammer right away. And the only hammer that appears to be what the experts think, and these are the experts in banking and money, think that will work, is to actually kick them off the Swiss system, which we haven't, which is interesting. So that's my thought. What's your thought? Uh, Here's something I wanted to play for you. Back in uh, 2019... Biden said this when he was running for election. Folks, you hear the news. Once again, Putin and the Russians are trying to engage in our elections and decide who the president's going to be. And this time I'm the object of their attention. Because Putin knows if I am president of the United States, his days of tyranny and trying to intimidate the United States and those in Eastern Europe are over. I'm going to stand up to him. He's a bully just like the president. And I know he doesn't want me to be president, but to tell you what, when I'm president, things are going to change. That was two years ago that he said that. None of what he said that he was going to stop happened during the Trump administration, but it happened with slightly over a year with his administration. Now let's move forward to yesterday. And if you watched any of Biden's press conference about this, it should trouble you. Now, partly it's because he is, um, you know, we know mentally dealing with a lot of problems. Let's just put it that way. I think most people see he is senality and he has got some problems. So when he speaks, he comes off not very forceful and, you know, Putin's probably laughing about it. But then yesterday, put that all aside because he was hemming and he was hawing and he was not very strong. He wasn't projecting is what I'm trying to say, a strong image. But then he said this. Now, think about this. This is the president of the United States. Right. Think about him saying this, and he did say this, I'm going to play it for you, during the press conference yesterday. Who in the Lord's name does Putin think gives him the right to declare new so-called countries on territory that belong to his neighbors? Uh, Seriously? 
that and he wasn't off the cuff there. I don't believe. I believe he actually was reading it. Looked like from the teleprompter. Really? Do you think that works in this situation? And again, we're we're really focusing on their words because we were told words matter by these presidents. And I, I do agree with that. But all during the Trump years, we were told how important it mattered and how he would say, in their minds, stupid stuff. And what are these other countries thinking of us? Russia invades the Ukraine. And this is what Putin says. She's Putin. This is what Biden said yesterday. Who in the Lord's name does Putin think gives him the right to declare new so-called countries on territory that belong to his neighbors? Very interesting, isn't it? You listen to Live with Rank. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Live with Rank show. What's a great song by Black Sabbath. 269-441-9595. If you'd like to join us, before I forget, I've been asked to inform you guys, remind you that tomorrow night, February 24th, 6 to 8.30 p.m. will be the next Calhoun County monthly Tea Party meeting. You'll have someone by the name of Megan Womack who will provide an update on the Secure Michigan Vote Petition Drive. And you will have... Brendan Boudreau from the Great Lakes Gun Rights, along with Joel Fulton, the Live With Ranks, uh, I would say, uh, direct gun expert. Him and his brother own Freedom Firearms in uh, Battle Creek. He will be there, as long as, also with Michigan Senator Dr. John Bizon, uh, which will talk about the red flag legislation that's in the Michigan uh, House right now, I think. So again, tomorrow, 6 p.m. at the American Legion Post, Calhoun County Tea Party meeting. Megan Womack will give you an update on Secure the Michigan Vote Drive, Petition Drive, and you'll get an update from the Great Lakes Gun Rights gentleman, Brendan Brodeau, as well as Joel Fulton from Freedom Firearms, and Senator Dr. Don Bison will be there talking about these red flag laws and what it means to you. Now, the meeting actually starts at 6.30, but you can join them for a nice dinner at six o'clock, eleven bucks, but dinner's optional. You don't have to be there. You don't have to. You don't have to have it or eat it. Go to. I would assume. I think the Callum County Tea Party has a Facebook page. There'll probably be more information from for you there. Now, we have a very serious issue, obviously, that's going on in Russia and the Ukraine. In fact. The Wall Street Journal wrote, with Russia's invasion of Ukraine, a new Cold War arrives. U.S. and European sanctions are still too weak against Putin. So not only did I see some reporting from the business people on Fox News about the Wall Street executives thinking that these sanctions aren't going to do much. And then we heard that even the Democrats were concerned, the elected ones, that the sanctions aren't going to do much. And then we found out that the markets opened up today. We're skittish in the beginning, but they weren't too worried about the sanctions. And now the Wall Street Journal's reporting it too. And I don't think it's a left or right issue. I don't want our troops going there to fight. I believe we should sanction them, but we should bring down all the sanctions on them as we as as possible as 
Biden said he would do and he's not doing. The biggest one being the SWIFT, the one that will work is take the ability for them to be able to transfer money in or out of the country. And that'll work. At least that's what they said. Wall Street Journal wrote, Russia's military advance on Ukraine is the biggest foreign policy crisis the Biden administration has faced thus far and has cast a harsh spotlight on NATO's relevance as a pro-democracy European security alliance capable of halting further Russian aggression in the region. Does anybody believe in NATO? What has NATO ever stopped? I mean, they're pretty good at delivering food and supplies. But I think we're all fooling ourselves if we think NATO is anything other than a food delivery. We can get a Lyft or Uber to do it, can't we? What are your thoughts? Two six nine four four one nine five nine five. Let's go to Sterling Heights, Michigan. And Bob, good morning, Bob. Morning, Link. I tell you what, you did bring up the point about the SWIFT program and everything. I, yes. I think the reason they didn't put all the sanctions on it was because Putin does have some hands he has to play. He does have some cards he can still play. He can do cyber attacks in the U.S. and Europe. and very vulnerable to that. And that would interrupt our system quite a bit. Uh, now, I don't know about the SWIFT program, but, you know, I, I know China did outlaw Bitcoin, but they bought billions of dollars worth of it. I'm sure Russia did. And with Bitcoin, you, it's a central exchange. You, you, know, you don't have to go. It's decentralized. You don't have to go to a bank to do it. You can give it to one person, to another, and, and you, can, you can do that. And, and if anyone who wants to accept it or pay with it, they can do that. And the, I think the third thing about Putin is, and we have to agree with this and have to realize it. I think he does have dirt on Biden, very verifiable dirt that he can release on Biden. I mean, that's, that's something that would, that would definitely have shockwaves over here in the U.S. And, you know, Biden, I guess, a new poll that came out said only 40% of the people, or 36% of the people, think that he handled the Ukraine situation well. He's already, people already disapprove of what he's doing, and, and the, the country here is divided pretty much as it is. That would be something that would be it would put a hurt on him and, and Democrats and probably Republicans and everyone else in this country to further divide us. But that's what countries like China and Russia like to do. They like to divide this country so that we're less effective. I think those are a few of the points that would be why they haven't put all the sanctions on him at once. And he does have cards to play. Let's face it. He may have cards to play, but if all the card we the only card we have to play is sanctions. And that's all I see right now. Then why don't why don't we play? If you, I'll make an analogy to you. If you go over the bank vault and it's three million dollars there, and I'm going to say if you take twenty thousand, we're going to penalize you and put you in jail for three years. But if you take all of it, we're going to put you in twenty five years. So if they come out right away and say we're putting you in prison for twenty five years, and you only had twenty thousand dollars you took out of that vault, you would just say I'm taking everything. So he would say, Hey, I'm going to take all of Ukraine. Is he going to punish me like that? If I just go into a few provinces, you could, I might as well do the whole thing. All right. Now, right? that may be the thought, but we've been telling him and what sanctions are going to come, and that didn't stop him. I don't think he cares. See, that's the point. The, he doesn't care about the sanctions. The Russians have proved that their leaders in the past that they'll put their people through whatever it takes to get to their gains, the, their end game. So he is not, I don't think the sanctions even are in his mind one way or another. Now, I don't know, and I say this because he's a dictator. They say if the oligarchs are starting to lose money because of it, the, the very wealthy there, that's going to be a problem. Well, Putin, you got to remember, is uh, 
Talk about an ego. He has one. He's 73 years old. How much longer may he be around? Don't know. And he wants to bring uh, all of the Soviet Union back under their wing. So I don't think sanctions mean anything to him. So if we don't put all the sanctions on now and start putting the pressure on him, is my thought, then he's just going to keep doing because he's not being motivated one way or the other because of the sanctions. Now, that is my opinion, uh, but I think he wouldn't have done possibly what he's doing now if he didn't. And then remember, they said, if you do this, we're going to come down like a hammer on you. And then they didn't. What do you think that's telegraphing to him? It's telling them that you give them the okay sign. Go ahead. It's kind of like that. Right. You know, I do agree. I think they have the dirt on Biden. Uh, But I I wonder what's going to happen because Biden at some point has to bring more sanctions. They say they're going to slowly roll it out. And I get the point that you're bringing up. And I think that is what they're trying to say is that if we all do it, do it all at once and it doesn't work, then we've, um, you know, blown all that we, we had to, to stop it. But nothing they have done has stopped it because nothing you will, think, sto- nothing will think, stop it. You don't think Putin has already calculated out and said, okay, if they put these sanctions on, he's going to hit me this hard or not. He doesn't get into his equation at all. He said, I'm just going to do what I do, no matter what sanctions you put on. This is my opinion. Yeah, I've come to this opinion as of last night that he doesn't care about any of that. His driving force is to reunite the old Soviet Union. Money means he's 73 He's got billions and billions he stole from the country hidden somewhere. Money means nothing to him. He's not going to suffer one second. The people will suffer. But he's thinking the end game, my opinion, and that end game is taking back all these countries that that uh, these republics that split off and then dealing with the consequences after that, especially with China on his side now. that That's my thought. All right. Yeah. So you think he's going to go past Ukraine? You think he's going to go past, you know, Poland? Uh, you know, different. I don't think like he's going to go into NATO countries. No, uh, but mm-hmm. I, I think that he will go into Belarus next, and then he'll go into other countries that succeeded uh, okay. from him. All right, all right. Thanks a lot for calling in. What do you guys think? Again, I, I'm not an expert. I listen to a lot of experts. It kind of sounds like common sense. Nothing has deterred him yet. So why would that? You're listening to Live with Rank. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Live with Rank show. That's the song that's going on, I think, in Putin's head. Nothing's going to stop him. He knows what he wants. He knows the pain that may come his way or may not come his way. Right now, there's none coming his way most important for all of us is how involved do we get? My humble opinion is sanctions and sanctions only. President of Finland says the world is now in a, quote, colder situation, end quote, than during the Cold War. Again, when was the last time who was... a What party, what ideology was in charge the last time Russia took part of another country? 
Crimea and Ukraine. Who was in charge now? Yet we were told that it was Trump who's going to do all this craziness or allow it to happen. And by allow, I mean by their actions. I'm not saying that the party right now is allowing it to happen. But there's got to be a reason why it didn't happen under Trump. And now the president of Finland? We're now in, in a new Cold War and it's even colder? But what is the left working on? Joy Reid. I don't often speak of her. I don't watch any of her videos. I don't care because I think she is, um, well, you fill in the adjective. She said this, though. I did read it, and I'll read it for you. Quote, the real fights over education are at the K-12 through level where we've seen conservative, mainly conservative, white parents whipped into a frenzy over mask mandates, lessons on race and gender and sexuality, and it's leading to terrifying real-world consequences, end quote. So it's only the white parents who care about their children and what they're being taught at schools. Now, she's not looking at the multitude of videos where it's not a color. It's, it's people who care about their children, unlike her and I guess her co- people she knows. That's what they're talking about. I saw this headline, elderly woman in San Francisco struck by stray bullet while eating at restaurant. I read that because I was waiting for them to blame the bullet. They haven't blamed the bullet as of yet. A Democrat-backed bill in the state of Maryland, and I'm bringing these things up to you to put into the larger context. I know it's not Michigan-based, but this is where the party is moving. A Democrat bill in Maryland State House would prevent police from enforcing failure to obey lawful order laws, which critics say would permit homeless camps known as tent cities on public property. The, the Democrat state rep who's introducing it, now it is in the state of Maryland, said we shouldn't be destroying homeless encampments. They want these people to live in those tent cities that you see in their cities. How about this? Arizona Democrat Congressman Ruben Gallego tweeted Tuesday. No, yeah, yesterday. His desires for authorities to seize trucks blocking highways near Washington, D.C. and redistribute them to other trucking businesses. Quote, perfect time to impound and give the trucks to small trucking companies looking to expand their business. End quote. No one bothered to ask him. What about all those BLM and Antifa blockades? Should we have taken their stuff? Talking about the truckers, did you hear about this Canadian self-identified liberal politician? Did you hear what she said? When the truckers or any of you, I guess you have to be white. Maybe not. No, there were, uh, there were non-white truckers. So anybody who honks their horns... This is what you really mean. How much vitriol do we have to see of honk honk, which is an acronym for Hail Hitler? In her mind, honk honk is people saying Heil Hitler. Here it is again. 
How much vitriol do we have to see of honk honk, which is an acronym for Hail Hitler? That was a woman who's an elected official in the state of Canada, a state of Canada, the country of Canada, on the floor of their parliament, making that argument. Are you guys on the left just so bored of everything is racist, everything is Nazi that you guys don't believe in or your politicians? I mean, you people who always see the same thing everywhere they look have very serious mental issues. Isn't that what we're told? Everywhere you look, all you see is racism, 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 to the point where when someone honks, they're saying Heil Hitler. It's crazy. Karen writes, Rank, why is nobody pounding their fist about how Biden's paid off through his son, Hunter Biden? That's why he'll never be tough on Russia because they're probably going to have the goods on him. I think she wrote that before. Maybe we talked about that. I think with that last caller, I brought that up. We'll see if he has the goods. We'll see how tough she gets. So, Karen, we'll see. That's all I can say. Oh, we're at the end of the show. I appreciate everybody listening to uh, the show. There is so much that I wanted even more to get into. In fact, there's something in Michigan that I'm going to get deeper into tomorrow. I wanted to research it a little bit more. I have some feelers out Governor Whitmer wants to repeal the pension tax, and she says it's all about fairness for retirees and seniors. What she's not telling you is that she's not trying to be fair to all retirees and seniors. She's only trying to be fair to people on pensions. What I mean by that is all of you who have 401ks or 403bs, or anything other than a pension would still have to pay a tax. Now, I'd have more respect for what she wants to do here if she was saying everybody, no one will have a state income tax applied upon any of their retirement counts. So that's something we'll get into tomorrow. Appreciate everybody for listening to the show today. Looks like it's getting nice and sunny out there. Hopefully it gets warmer. Have a great day. You're listening to Live with Rank. We'll be back tomorrow.